How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where um, earlier today I read this article that I could not believe um, I was actually reading. Uh, and uh, so we all know about this GameStop fiasco that that happened recently. Essentially, um, people on Reddit uh, proposed that GameStop and and other stocks like uh, AMC and um, Bed Bath and Beyond and a few others were viable sources of of investment that they made sense to invest into those taxes, and so people were pumping the stock value in retaliation to a lot of other financial institutions shorting or betting against these stocks actually performing well, and then by doing so, these um, Retail investors, essentially, or or normal people, caused those institutional investors to lose a ton of money, and because of all this, it really showed that there's this interesting um, component of the stock market, and to some degree, some form of manipulation of the markets themselves. Where, uh, in theory, in financial theory, it's it's thought that what keeps financial economics going is this idea of for every person um, wanting to buy, there's a person to sell. And after a while, there forms some form of equilibrium, but the trajectory of this equilibrium tends to be always moving forward or moving up um, over time. Well, I don't think anyone really ever accounted for the impact that social media could have on all of this. And, and, and the ability to communicate with masses of people. Like a lot of people have tons and tons of followers, like people that, uh, or you don't even need to have a ton, a ton of followers. You just need to have uh, an opinion that is so popular that millions of people gravitate towards. And you can do that via the internet. And it's crazy to see just how big of an impact that can have. But, I mean, we saw it with with the GameStop situation. Well, I just saw this thing that essentially the federal government is entertaining this idea of of generating more wealth because let's let's understand something. This country is living off of debt. Like our country is nonstop just borrowing more than the revenue it generates. We keep cutting taxes. We keep getting uh, less and less population growth and um the people that tend to make the most money or not make the most money, but the people that tend to keep the kind of economics going, they're about to retire soon. Baby boomers are about to retire. They're all about to go on some social program. And that's going to be a huge burden on the American government. And they are looking for ways to make money. And so a lot of them have proposed this idea of taxing a 0.1% tax on any financial transactions over a thousand dollars that are made. And essentially this is to target the, the wealthiest individuals that trade um, on the stock market and then to capitalize on that tax revenue. And there was a study done that if there was a 0.1, <laughs> if there was a 0.1% tax on uh, financial tra- transactions that occurred at that value, that essentially over the course of 10 years, 
the federal government would see roughly $700 plus billion returned back to the federal government, which isn't much over the course of 10 years, but it's a lot of money. $770 billion um, is a good chunk of change. You could do a lot with that kind of money over the course of 10 years. That's with 0.1% of a tax rate. 0.1%. Just to put it in perspective, 0.1% is a tenth of 1%. And most people pay roughly 80 times that in their state sales tax, right? So 0.1% is literally absolutely nothing. It is a fraction of a fraction. It is a tenth of a penny. A tenth of a penny um, for every for every dollar made. Or excuse me. Yeah, exactly. A, ten, a tenth of a penny for every dollar made. So do the math, $1,000. I mean, that would essentially cost you the person... Um, one dollar, <laughs> a one dollar fee for every thousand dollars that you make. So they were proposing this, and there are people out there that don't believe that. Uh, if you were to pass a point one percent tax on on stock, bond, and derivative transactions, that they feel like it would this it would cause. Um, financial firms to essentially transfer those costs down to consumers and make trading a lot more expensive. And I'm I'm looking at all of this and I'm thinking to myself, are you guys really joking that you think that a 0.1% tax cut is going to justify you guys going crazy? Like literally a, a dollar for every thousand dollars. It like if you made a billion dollars If you made a billion dollars and you paid a 0.001% tax, it would cost you $1 million. $1 million might sound a lot to you and I, but a million dollars to a billion is absolutely nothing. Like there's a thousand millions in one billion. <laughs> one million is not going to make that big of a difference. And they're complaining about this. And they're saying that they don't want to pay this. And some are even threatening to um, take their their financial institutions and, and take them out, out, like outside the country, possibly, and threatening to do that. And I think that's just ridiculous. Like uh, for a 0.01%, per, 0.001%, or sorry, 0.01% or 0.001 um, to go crazy over something like that just boggles my mind. Like there are states that charge way more in sales tax and other forms of taxes, but those that are the wealthiest individuals on Wall Street are complaining about a, a small little tax like this. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but at the same time, it's like, wow, guys, like, you're going to have to pay some form of tax eventually. <laughs> You've been writing out on a system that's literally benefited you for so long. And now you're going crazy when Uncle Sam is looking for ways to make money back. And they just don't care. They really don't care. And it boggles my mind. 
0.01% makes them go crazy. 0.01%. Like, that's like literally nothing. If someone told you you're paying a 0.01% increase in taxes, most people would be like, oh, that's nothing. That's a tenth of a penny. A tenth of a penny. $1,000, I spend $1. That's not much. And these people are going absolutely insane. But I mean, I guess... You don't get filthy rich and be a billionaire if you're if you plan on giving away a million dollars for every billion you make. <laughs> oh man, dude, it's so crazy, so nuts. There, it doesn't make any sense. Like I, I think being wealthy is is pretty phenomenal. Like to achieve wealth is is pretty amazing. It it's still difficult, even though some of these people make it look easy. It's still very difficult to hit that one billion dollar threshold, right? But why? I mean, why even aim for such a number in the first place? You're, you'll never be able to spend that money in a lifetime, like on experiences for yourself. And if you plan on taking that money and giving away to society, you'd be better off actually not taking a billion dollars because if you're worth a billion dollars, you've had to suck up that wealth out of society that probably could have benefited from it. And the more and more billionaires that we have out there just running around, the, the more... They're just sucking up liquidity from the average consumer. And uh, like, yeah, they might donate, you know, half of their net worth, a quarter of their net worth, but that's nothing in in comparison to, you know, the vast spectrum of individuals that need assistance and need opportunities. I'm not talking about like a a hand-me-down from the government. I'm just talking about more businesses opening up, more people like small businesses needing workers, you're just sucking up all of that. You're just like killing uh, competition and you're just sucking wealth out of your communities whenever you achieve a billion dollars. There's like no billionaire that's given back to society in such a way that it benefits both the community and themselves. It just it doesn't make sense. It, it's impossible because to make that much wealth, you really have to take the money from somewhere. And, and that tends to be other people. So I, I used to aspire to, not aspire, but I used to look up to people that have achieved that level of wealth. And I still do to some degree. I'm still impressed. I'm still amazed. I still read their biographies. I'm not going to like give that up because it's a part of me to be fascinated by these things. But at the same time, it doesn't make sense to me. Like to be a millionaire, to me also... Like I can understand it, but why it's, it's, it it just doesn't make sense to me. These people just are, are constantly chasing wealth that just isn't needed to really enjoy life. I don't know. And they, they feel like it does. And, and, you know, I can see these people are happy superficially, like outwardly to the world, but at the same time, I don't know if they really are happy inside and i think ultimately that's what matters the most right it's how you feel ultimately at the end of the day like how you go to bed at the end of the night and and think about where your where your standing is with yourself you know how you stand with other people you can manipulate that all day long i can do that for you guys i can you know i anyone could do that if they're a good enough talker they're a good enough presenter they're a good enough manipulator Anyone could get someone to believe that they're in a great position in life. But are they, though? That's a different story. 
you know, you can't bullshit that. You can't bullshit your own personal happiness. Eventually, it's going to catch up to you. And I feel like these people are just pursuing something and in their pursuit of just like, they think a higher, higher number is just going to get them that level of happiness. And, you know, for some people, it does. But I think for a vast majority of people that are chasing that wealth, it, it tends to create more complications in their life. But, you know, what do I know? I'm not a millionaire or a billionaire. Um, I've had the opportunities to communicate and network and, and, and hang out and pick the brains of a lot of people in this category of wealth. And again, as always, like I'm fascinated by it and I, I, I love picking their brains and, and finding out what it took them to get there. But it's just not for me. It never will be. And, and stories like this remind me as to what it, what it means to be that wealthy. It really means to take away from society. And I think that that's wrong. Society needs help. We've neglected the community for so long and we've been, we've been developing ourselves to be so selfish. And I just, I can't stand for that. I don't like that idea. And I hope that's not the world that my daughter grows up in. I hope eventually like more and more people start to focus more on community and and working to help one another than to just continuously think about themselves and what it means to achieve these levels of, of wealth. But you know, those are my two cents either way. Thank you guys so much, 0.1%. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And I will catch you guys all mañana. If you guys are new, I I feel like I have to do this every week because I I do get new listeners. But if you're new to this podcast, every Tuesday, I dedicate a message to my baby girl. Um, I have a daughter. She is 14 months old. She is pretty much my world, my life. And I do that in case something were to ever happen to me, I want her to have the opportunities to um, get guidance and, and hear her, her dad talk to her personally. And so I always dedicate every Tuesday's podcast to leaving a message behind for her. Um, so yeah, I look forward to our tomorrow conversation, Luna, and I promise I will not be repeating myself. <laughs> uh, if you guys listen to my Tuesday podcast, you'll know what I'm talking about. But uh, if not, you, you'll find them. They're always titled message to my daughter and um, I I always enjoy doing them. I love her so much and I hope I can make it to a thousand of those. If I can make it to a thousand Tuesdays, that means that I've lived a good life. That's 10, what is that? 20 more years. Give me at least 20 more years. I think that's, that's 20 more years. One second. Let me do the math. So there's 52 Tuesdays in a year, right? If I, how many did I say? A thousand of them. So there's 52 Tuesdays. So two years is a hundred and four. Yeah. 20 years. Nailed it. So, um, yeah, give me 20 more years. Anyways, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I should have ended this podcast a while, a while ago. Love you guys. Catch you guys. Manana. Peace.